You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. Yes, it's happening. It's happening. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis, Marty Sleva, Brian Altano. Thank you so much for (laughs) joining us, everybody. Uh, Before we uh, jump into the show, I just want to remind everyone that we've got this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash GameScoop. And if you just listen to the show, there's a bunch of like bonus extra content on there, a bunch of like Let's Play videos. Jared and I have started our (laughs) new series where we're going to play every TurboGrafx-16 game. Really? (laughs) That's awesome. A hundred years to get through all that. that. Uh, I'm also going to start a series where I play Overwatch for the very first time. I've literally never played one I second like of Overwatch, so I'm like doing that. And you can find all that stuff at youtube.com slash gamescoop, so come and hang out with us over there. Tell your mom. We've got a great show for this week. We're going to talk about that NES classic. Ooh. We're going to talk about the future of handheld gaming. But first, y'all heard of any new, hot new mobile Can mobile we talk games? about Pokemon Go? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I, the only, am I the only one out here that's like terrifyingly obsessed with it? On this Pokemon panel? Go. Yeah. Yes. Not yes. not on this earth. Hard to believe. It's only been a week. Right? Since Pokemon Go. What was life like pre Pigo? I mean, we could walk we could, you and I could get coffee and it didn't take an hour and a half. You have That's to you used have did. to walk places and capture dogs without having your phone out. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you aren't playing Pokemon Go, you know all about it because Literally, no one will stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Chances are, your car hits someone playing yeah. it. Yeah. 
Uh, it leads us to our first question, which comes from Sean O'Neill. He emailed, uh, emailed us at the email address gamescoop at IGN.com, just like you can. And he says, hi, Scoop Crew. Scoop. Hi, Sean. I was talking with friends about the success of Pokemon Go. It made me think, is this the Mario of phone games that gamers and the gaming press have long talked about the platform needing? While games like Angry Birds, Clash of Clans, and even Snake were all hits, Snake. I would argue Pokemon Go is the first must-play phone game. Uh, so you disagree with, you don't feel that strongly about it, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I don't think, uh, I'm not going to say Angry Birds is an incredible game, but Angry Birds was the game that made people be like, oh, there's games on my phone that I can download yeah. and spend a dollar and get enjoyment out of. Like, yeah. that undoubtedly is the Mario of mobile, in the sense that, like, the App Store existed for like a while, for like a year before Angry Birds, but no one really cared that much. It was just kind of these weird, like nothing yeah. broke through. And, and Angry Birds came out and kids played it and old people played it. Yeah, and it became ubiquitous. You saw people yeah. playing yeah. it on the train, you saw merchandise everywhere. Jokes Hot about topic. it on the, on the, on the mm -hmm. late shows. Yeah. Hot topic. <laughs> I mean, once oh, something goes hot topic. Hot topic, yeah. yeah that's, you could, there's never going back once yeah. you cross hot, that hot Like, once there's bootleg versions of the t-shirts everywhere, then you know something's big. When something's big enough to get ripped off and plagiarized yeah. everywhere, yeah. Then, then you know yeah. it's important. Yeah, but like that said... Um, it's like what? Marho and the M's, like, sideways. <laughs> or Mar Flappy Bird, which is kind of the Mario <laughs> of iPhone games since it has Bird, more pipes as it was originally it. known as Marho. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, whether you play it or not, whether you like it or not, Pokemon Go is a phenomenon yeah. unlike... Honestly, any that I've ever seen, yeah. at least in my five years covering well, games. I mean, exactly. So what I will say is that I, I I don't think it's you know revolutionary for mobile, like it's not the Mario of mobile, but for uh, location-based games, for AR games, we've never seen anything. There have been location-based games for a long time, but none of them have ever broken through like this. Yeah, and it's even just sort of the social aspect of yeah. it. Like I'm still wandering around San Francisco every night and seeing hordes of people at Fisherman's Wharf and at Pier 39 and, well. and at Union Square playing this game. Everyone has their phones up. We were at the bar last night and everyone was playing the game. Like people were screaming when a Maybe Magmar. Just Andrew. <laughs> people were, Andrew was screaming when a Magmar entered the bar. That's true. Because he's a weird lava man. <laughs> Spewing all uh, of the Mag Magmar is a weird lava man. Not yes. Andrew. Not Andrew. Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Wait, Andrew's just weird man. <laughs> yeah, there have been games uh, a lot like uh, Pokemon Go from just a game mechanics and game design perspective. There was a game called uh, Life Is Crime, probably four years ago, where you used to have to go out. It was like a crime mafia game, and uh, you used to have to like leave dead drops at places, mm -hmm. or you know pick up dead drops and you know go out into the world, and it would know where you were, and uh, you know you could take over fictional businesses that were on the places where real mm -hmm. businesses were, just like you can take over gyms. And none of them ever broke through. It was that Pokemon connection yeah. and that collecting aspect that's such a smart fit for like adventuring out in the world. Well, it's like it's Ingress, right? Yeah. So it's developed by the company that made Ingress, which is the same game that just didn't have any sort of like license to it. Yeah. And they just sort of skinned it with Pokemon. Yeah, it's pretty that's similar. what made it. Well, and it was smart because it was skinned successful. with the original 150 Pokemon, which is the thing that the reason I'm playing it is because it's those characters. Like yeah. I stopped right. I stopped playing Pokemon like Gen 3. And so I don't know any of these weird chandeliers or like trash piles or like weird condom men. Um, but like the original 150, like I know front to back. Condomen. Yeah, the condomen. <laughs> Condomens? Condomon. <laughs> Condomon. Condomon. Yeah. A bunch of, bunch of Gotta wrap them all. Yeah. I think that combination, <laughs> that combination of collecting everything is, that's that's the hook. Like, that's the secret sauce to getting everybody hey, to explore. Don't out. say secret sauce. Condomon. Filled <laughs> with secret sauce. Stop. Uh, wrap them all or else you get the secret sauce. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. I think, so to me, this feels more like, um, it feels more like Tetris. 
Uh, mm. The way Tetris hit in when the original Game Boy came out, when you saw like businessmen playing it and mothers yeah. playing it, just random people, casual gamers, people outside of the sort of the the hardcore regular gaming sphere. Um, People are playing this game who had no interest in Nintendo or Pokemon or even iPhone gaming before this for the most part. And they're just doing it because there's it's it's simple and it's accessible and it's approachable and it's something that you can kind of wrap your head around the idea. Like it's like, well there's that thing right there. My object objective is around the corner. And it's like and everyone like everywhere you go someone is talking about it. So yeah. you have an immediate topic of conversation with anyone like, yeah. "Oh, did you catch this thing?" or Besides are the you weather. Yeah, weather. No, this is the new weather. That's what it. Pokemon Go is the new weather. Ah, oh. there's your headline. <laughs> That's pretty good. There's it's a, uniting boring people around yeah. the universe. The, so uh, it's gonna get uh, uh, Snorlaxy out yeah, later. Like, instead oh, of hot enough for you, <laughs> hard to catch enough for you. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. It, uh, it's it's the number one uh, mobile game of all time yeah. in the U.S. in terms of active users. Yeah. It has the most active users of any mobile game of all time, beating Candy Crush, which peaked in 2013. We uh, like I don't uh, you know I feel like uh, more people have probably downloaded Angry Birds and Candy Crush and some of those games than Pokemon Go, but they're not out in the open the way that this game is. Mm -hmm. Like this game took you know video game mobile games from you know playing on the toilet or playing on your couch or on the bus or wherever to like it's just thrust in front of it like if there's 40 people playing ca uh, Candy Crush Saga in a city block you don't know it but if there's 40 people playing Pokemon Go in a city block you you can't not know like and you see those videos of like Santa Monica Pier where someone yeah. yells so, like a Charizard's at the end and like 400 people are running there or Central Park it's weird yeah uh, to put things in context Pokemon Go has only been out for a week, and on IGN, it's more popular than The Division or Game of Thrones, meaning it's done more traffic for us in one week than Game of Thrones did over 10 weeks. Yeah. 10 episodes. It's done. All of the articles we wrote about Game of Thrones, Pokemon Go dwarfs it. It's yeah. more popular than E3. It's about to overtake Dark Souls 3. That's crazy. That's on nuts. IGN. Yeah, our page views were higher this week than E3 week. <clears throat> Yay. It's insane. <laughs> it's just crazy. Thanks, uh, Pokemon. We, and all sorts of crazy stuff are happening. People are finding dead bodies. Yep. People uh, are falling off cliffs. <laughs> yeah. People are being mugged because yep. they have their phones out. Here in San Francisco, someone is offering to be your bodyguard. They're putting themselves out there for hire really? to be your bodyguard while you go around the city playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, I was I was telling Marty the other day, this feels like the beginning of Charlie <clears throat> and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> yeah. Where the entire world's just like going insane and people are like bootlegging tickets and a, a guy gets a factory for his daughter to open them up and five kids die. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. But it's fun. Everyone seems to love it, so that's good. <laughs> there's uh, there's people offering to drive you around to key spots where there's rare Pokemon yeah. in the city. Yeah. Yep. Called they're called murderers. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe what happens next. Mm -hmm. You die. This brings us to our next question, which comes from Jonathan in New York, which I assume is Jonathan Dornbush. Yeah. yeah. So that's JD. Uh, and he says. I really like how your show, Game Scoop, balances video game information and fun. Please keep up the good work. Oh. Question. Do you guys think Pokemon Go will be popular for months, years, or decades? Months. Those are the three options. Yeah. I mean, years depending on... Um, so there's 150 Pokemon in there right now, right? And mm -hmm. there's 700-something in, mm -hmm. in, in Pokemon lore. Uh, I was suggesting that they should 
it could do something like a, 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 a 8-bit sprite pack, basically, where you go out and find the same ones you, ha you have already, except they're based on the old Game Boy sprites. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of opportunity to do stuff like that. I think there's going to be a lot of like marketing opportunities. There's going to be... what If you look at Pokemon, it's always been sustainable because uh, Nintendo did weird things like, hey, uh, this Toys R Us has this Pokemon. He's rare here. Or this this mm -hmm. time thing's happening here. People are already digging into the code and finding words like McDonald's, and there's sponsorship opportunities popping in there. So I think it's going to be there for a while. Also, uh, I don't think it'll drop off as fast as the other games have. So even while the craziest Pokemon fans in the world might have moved on, casual gamers who are late to everything will still uh, get to it eventually. Mm -hmm. So yep. I think at the very least, we're going to see this thing kicking around for at least another. Yeah, three, I mean, four, to five, say decades months. would be just weird because yeah. I don't know if any of this is going to be around in decades. Yeah, sure, uh, yeah, we'll all be dead. Yeah, we'll all be dead. <laughs> but there's so many. Like this is such a bare-bones game right now. There are yeah. so many features that they can add from social features to trading to uh, battles going more in-depth to, you yep. know... You'll they shipped, like, the minimally viable Yeah, and it's, sure. and it's yeah. still working for people. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't see this... This isn't going to be, like, uh, Words with Friends or Draw Something yeah, where after I mean, two weeks we're going to stop talking there's about There's undeniably really a fad aspect to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like it's, it's at this weird, crazy peak where it literally is taking over cities in a way that that's totally going to fall off, but... The McDonald's thing is like right now the only way you can make money in that game or that uh, Niantic Labs, the developer, can make money is just, you know, you buy coins and you spend them on stuff in the game, but they'll be sponsored Poke Stops. Yeah. Like every McDonald's also, or every whatever, like every just, Starbucks. Can't you buy lures to lure Pokemon to? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can buy coins. And you buy coins, coins and you, you spend them on yeah. objects in the game. But so, I'm saying like maybe they can give you like that premium stuff by going to a Starbucks. Yeah. You yeah. know, like there's... Yeah. Well, there's, it's easier to give this game money than it was, say, Mitomo, for example. Yeah. Mitomo, yeah. you had to actively dig around to be like, where do I? How do I pay you? Like, yeah. I want that Zelda costume. Yeah. How do I get that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, if if every McDonald's was like, hey, if you check in at us, you get a lure. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's yeah. something huge. Yeah, um, or buy something like scan your receipt. Did you guys I mean, see that yeah. T-Mobile story yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're uh, unlimited data for a full a year. year for Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. with, for with, just that one app? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that app actually won't count against your data limit. You Interesting. Get real life electric rat. Yeah, they send you a, a dead Pikachu. <laughs> oh. I, I think uh, Pokemon's this interesting thing because it's never just been the video games. Mm -hmm. Like the anime was hugely popular, card and, game, and the card game, card game is hugely popular. Which so I it's think like is still popular in its, its like digital form. I mean, right? they all, they, you know, all three of those things still are. So it's this crazy <laughs> intersection of like there's some people that really like all of it. Like they yep. play the card game and watch the cartoon and play the games. But then there's also a huge chunk of people that only play the video games, or a huge chunk of people that only watch the cartoon mm -hmm. and didn't have any exposure to even the games. And so now this app hits everyone, you know, yeah. and it hits people that don't even care about Pokemon. Well, so that's the question, though. Like, is this going to be the rising tide lifts all ships type yeah. of situation where Nintendo's putting out two new Pokemon games this fall, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, how much of a boost will we see off totally. of that? Uh, They're going to release those new Pokemon. I, mean, I, yeah. I, I My guess is that they won't go Gen 1, 2, 3, 4. They'll go Gem 1, and then the new ones the new will ones. hit this app next. Yeah. So I'm wondering how many Pokemon Go players, I mean, even if it's one out of a hundred uh, one out of a thousand Pokemon Go players yeah. buys a 3DS in the new Pokemon game for the first time. Yeah. That's a huge bump. That's yeah. a, there's millions of people playing this game right now, so that's a significant bump. Um, we likely won't see conversion numbers like that, but for the most part, uh, that's a good way to keep the franchise sustainable for a very long time. And it's keeping the name Pokemon yeah. in the media. And, uh, you know, Niantic Labs can do things like, I mean, if something starts trailing off, they could be like, double XP weekend, or yeah. hey, we, we flicked a switch, and now some of those rare Pokemon are appearing yep. in your city. There's so much low-hanging fruit. Like, there's no friends list in the game. Yeah. Like, it's really kind of, it's kind of not a great game. Like, it's good for what it is, yeah. but, like, no trading, no friends list. Like, 
if it's really going to be made or broken by the pace and quality of the updates. Mm -hmm. Like if they come out frequently and it's the stuff that people ask for and want, if they're able to iterate on it and say new version, new version, and they've promised that, but lots of people promise that, then it's kind of they find out it's harder in practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if they're able to really deliver on that, then yeah, it's totally going to have a sustained sustained level. Like it's going to fade to like a dull roar. Yeah. So a lot of people are reading this as a great sign for Nintendo. Although it's not. Well, so I want to get to this. They want this. It's a great sign of Nintendo's mobile future, mm -hmm. mobile strategy. But yeah, I want to point out, like, so Nintendo did not make this game. Nintendo did not publish this game. Mm -hmm. It's published by the Pokemon. Their logo's company. not on it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's on, it's on the second screen. It's actually in the bottom. It's just it? copyright Nintendo. Oh. Yeah. They're but, a, a stakeholder in yeah. the Pokemon company. But yeah. they're winning uh, all of the praise, accolades, <laughs> and mindshare uh, mind off of this because I think that uh, it's, I don't know, to me it's kind of like when that Batman game, or, or, what was it? Batman. Which Batman? The the one that Rocksteady didn't do. Arkham Origins? Yeah. Origins, yeah. I mean, they kind of buried the lead on that, that that wasn't an, an, uh, a Rocksteady game. And I think to the average casual Batman fan walking into a store, they're like, new Batman game. And they went home and I played it, mm -hmm. and I don't think they put the, the average thing together. Uh, most people would just assume that Nintendo knocked it out the park again mm -hmm. with the Pokemon franchise. Yeah. And really, they didn't have a ton of involvement with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was the Pokemon Company. I think the Pokemon Company yeah. and Niantic Labs, and the Pokemon Company is not Nintendo. They yeah. own, Nintendo only owns a portion of it. Yeah, yeah. even reading interviews about Miyamoto's involvement, uh, he basically just came on stage and was just like, there is this new thing everyone enjoy. <laughs> and they were like, well, did he work with you guys closely? And they're like, no. Yeah. yeah. We, this is us. Yeah, you mentioned Mitomo. That fell off real fast. Yeah, that was Nintendo's first mobile app. Yeah, yeah. And I also, I mean, people are like, uh, Pokemon Go is going to fall off. It's not going to be sustained. And I'm like, well, maybe. But that's the same as every other video game. Like, yeah, not everything. everything like, yeah, you know. not everything needs to live forever. Like, it's a weird criticism, or it's a weird like the backlash is already kind of starting. I'm like, everything falls off. Yeah. Like, what else made it to this height? Well, almost nothing on Earth. <laughs> Well, in really? 2016, almost nothing <clears throat> yeah. stays in anyone's vernacular right. past the hour it happens. Yeah. Like, people watch a movie and it's gone. They watch a TV show and it's yeah. gone, and they're back to holding it's like their mirror the game, up to their The face. game made $10 million a day, but only for 10 days. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, so mobile, the mobile business is very... I made very, that number up, by the way. Sure. The mobile business is very volatile. Yeah. Uh, you have these hit, hit games that hit really big, but then they yeah. vanish almost as quickly as they came. Yeah. You mentioned Draw Something. Uh, you know, Angry Birds was a big hit, but then Rovio really wasn't able to turn that into a sustainable. Yeah, business. they couldn't break yeah. free yeah, from Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think what's interesting is stuff like Minecraft. Like that's that's what that's yeah. an, uh, an example of something that does have staying. Yeah, and it and the interesting thing about that is for the most part, like they got your twenty bucks once, and then a lot of people didn't pay ever again. So it's a slightly different business model because this is effectively free to play. People are finding ways to to give it money to keep the, the experience going longer. So yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It's also worth noting that the Mario is the only Nintendo franchise that outsells Pokemon. So there's there's yeah. Mario, then there's Pokemon, and then there's like Zelda yeah. and the other properties. And Mario and Pokemon are way, way ahead of every other Nintendo yeah. property. So I just I, my point is that Nintendo doesn't really have a lot of cards to play if they want to even try to match the well, success of yeah. Pokemon Go with their own. And their, their two games, what this fall are uh, Fire Animal Emblem Crossing, and Animal and Crossing, yeah. which like well, they're just not as popular. They're just not as popular, like, and I don't think it's not going to be like, oh, they're going to take all the lessons learned from this and adapt it to that. And I'm like, well, no, that's not. But it's it also like happen. it's like when the Force Awakens didn't beat Avatar at the box office. They were like, oh, I guess we'll only be the third yeah. best <laughs> yeah. performing movie of yeah. all time. That's true. Um, 
No, I, I think yeah. even Niantic or any anybody in the world did not expect the. Uh, we knew Pokemon Go would be big. Nobody knew it would be would be this big. Not yeah. a single person. Yeah. In the I world. promise you that even though Pokemon Company is not Nintendo, Nintendo is having meetings furiously and frantically right now yep. to change, you know, and expand their plans for mobile yes. over the next twelve months as a result of what's happening this week for sure. And I do think, I mean, no, Animal Crossing is never going to be as big as uh, Pokemon, but that game could set the App Store on fire if they did it yeah. right. Yeah. We're getting Absolutely. some signals that it's going to be some weird, like, side story game or something that talks to or connects with the mm -hmm. console game or a handheld game. But if they did a full, proper Animal Crossing on mobile, yeah. um, that'd be, I yeah, mean, that'd be a cash machine, too. five minutes every couple hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like, that's where Mitomo failed. Like, yeah. we all thought Mitomo was going to start updating and be more like Tamadachi life, where it yeah. was like, oh, you've got a town. Oh, you've mm -hmm. got an apartment. Like, yeah. you can actually thematically change your living environment in uh, Tomodachi life. And in Mitomo, it's they're just like, guess what? There's a new scarf in the store today. It's can like you win it? They and can still like, do that stuff, but it's just too slow. Like, it's too slow. It it's, too it's, it's too late. I mean, they just added an update to Mitomo a couple days ago because I still poke around with it every couple of days just for like those points that you get for my Nintendo and stuff like that, um, which is... I believe the definition of insanity is when <laughs> you uh, do something over and over and over and again and expect Expects results. You. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that there's there's room to expand that, but they need to really like get it get something big enough out the gate that it works. And Pokemon yeah. Go, while being full of problems and sort of a thin experience, has enough there to get people out mm -hmm. and playing it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know actually, if you'll ever get that replicate that connectivity you have of like everyone in the world coming to one place again because yeah. that's I mean that's very it's specific. Sort of singular. It is yeah. much smoother now than it was even right at launch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, if you are one of those people that are not playing Pokemon Go and are a little tired of hearing about it, there is a Chrome extension called Pokegon that will just wipe it out of your Why internet not? browsing Don't do existence. Don't do that. Why not Pokemon No? That's what they should call it. <laughs> that one's good too. That one's good too. Uh, it will be very interesting to follow Pokemon Go over the next weeks and months. Moving on, but staying in the Nintendo treehouse. Ah. How about that NES Classic Edition? So cool. Yeah. Very, yeah. very cool. Nintendo's firing on all cylinders yeah. this week, right? I should say, yeah, yeah, Nintendo and the Pokemon Company. Yeah. yeah. Surely you saw this, but uh, if you didn't, they're re-releasing a plug-and-play version of the NES this year, November 11th, that comes with 30 games for 60 bucks. It's very tiny. Yeah, it's a tiny version yeah. of the NES. Comes with one controller, but you can buy a second for 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. Comes with an HDMI cable, play on your HDTV. Seems like a very cool thing. What? No, no, no. I, uh, you go. <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say, I, you know, I, I, like I said, very cool. But it got me thinking about the other possibilities. Like, why wouldn't they just cr sell a, a bare bones NES with a couple games on it and let it connect to the virtual console and let me yeah. just buy every game? Yep. NES. Oh, that'd yeah. be so yeah. much cooler. I mean, this could have been so much worse. Like when I first yeah. read the story about this mini NES, I'm like, it's gonna be 120 dollars. It's gonna have 15 games, and half of them are gonna be garbage. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, it's half the price of that. Has 30 games, mm -hmm. and most of them are awesome. Yeah. Well, and the game like, collection is crazy. I mean, I know you're gonna get into it, but it's crazy that they're not just Nintendo games. Yes. I'm like, how do you games. get these companies yeah, on board? Man, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, in traditional internet fashion. Uh, there was it was impossible to please everybody on this. Yeah. I personally found it to be like a really endearing, charming uh, end cap at Target on your way out of the store. Kind of like you see something sitting there, you're there to buy 
groceries or booze or diapers or all three of those things because you're just wow. really falling apart. Yeah, Real and, uh, baby. yeah, and and you see this, you see a classic NES box sitting on the shelf, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, and man, it has it's... pictures of all your favorite games on it, and you bring it home, you plug it in, it's got no issues, it always works 100 percent of the yeah. time. Yeah. I saw a bunch of people being like, well, my Raspberry Pi uh, with hacked and modded games is able to play over 2,000, and they're like, shut up, you're missing the point completely. <laughs> well, That's an awesome illegal. thing you have, but no one understands how to use that. Like, yeah. the average dad is going to be like. What? What is a Raspberry Pi? It's a hideous little like brick that you put yeah. in. I know. I love that thing. I love. I love ROMs. I love emulators. I'm totally into that whole scene. Piracy spoilers. But uh, <laughs> the fact that you can walk into you a store, piracy. <laughs> <laughs> that you can walk into a store and buy this thing for sixty bucks and go home and play every NES Mario and Zelda and and Doctor Mario and a bunch of other games on it. Like it's yeah. super cool. It's. Yep. I mean, it's Christmas present. It does have Doctor Mario? That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's plenty of, of winning games on here. Uh, you know, like you said, every Mario game is on here. Double Dragon Two, Super C, Bubble Bobble. Yeah, like it's gonna yeah. be really fun to just like yeah. plug that in, get a second controller, play with a friend. Yeah, and you can use uh, the controller ports are like the Wii controller ports. So yeah. in theory, you can use if you have a classic controller yeah. or even a Wii Yeah, it's a uh, it's sixty bucks for thirty games, which is far far cheaper than those games are in Virtual Console. Yeah, yeah. two bucks a piece. So yeah, two bucks yeah. each, and you get the little nostalgia box. So I'm a little. If I'm going to get into the negatives on this, I'm a little bummed out. Not even about the fact that it can't connect to the internet, you can't connect your credit card to download new games, any of that stuff, it's, whatever, it's fine. Uh, I, I don't know how they'll solve for the problem if down the line they want to make a new one with more games on it. They'll probably just do that and I'll buy Mario for the 14th time well, in my life. Yeah, I would I would anticipate if this is successful seeing the SNES classic. Yeah, that would be right. awesome. So what Nintendo is being cagey about is just like weird little details that you feel like you should know before you buy a console. But since this isn't a console, it's more of a toy. They're just like, ah, we'll let you know. Uh, like, how long are the how long are the wires on the controllers? Mm. We don't know. Uh, what kind of emulation is this even running? Is this running like is this a Wii? Is there a Wii in there? Like, is there a Wii Virtual Console baked inside there? Like, because yeah. uh, I know that Wii U emulation um, for NES games is not good. Yeah, it was like, a little shaky. Yeah. It's shaky. It's dim. It's like dull. It's just not. It doesn't pop. It's not pretty. On 3DS, it looks great. There's like pixel perfect mode and stuff like that. It looks really good. I, I particularly love playing Super Nintendo games on my 3DS. So I don't know exactly what this is running. Yeah. We don't know. I think for 60 bucks, like it's not. The biggest dice to roll, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Sixty bucks is two dollars, you know, per game, like mm -hmm. we said, which is a which is a good deal when you look at it that way. But it's still like there was a Sega Genesis box just like this last yeah. year that I believe was a good bit less than sixty. So. Yeah, I think so. Counterpoint: most of those games are shit. <laughs> yeah, but it was also Genesis. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I I I agree that that's not better, but um, I think it was also like the thing is Nintendo sells NES games for five dollars each on their 3DS, yeah. Wii, and Wii U. Right, to kind of try to protect mm -hmm. that business. Yeah, so to put all of those together, you're looking at $150. And here they're 60 So, yeah. Uh, yeah. whatever. Final Fantasy's on here, the original Final Fantasy. Like, yeah, so right cool there, you could put 100 movies. hours in that game. Yeah, seriously. There, there are some questionable decisions on there, though. Like, Super C is there instead of Contra. Yeah. Which is like, what? It's, it's a little odd. But I think yeah. Super C is a good game, too. Yeah. It's just not nearly as well known. Mega Man 2's on there, not Mega Man 3. That's a mistake. Mm. Well, that's a, that's a we can all agree. Controversial. We can all agree, at least it's not Mega Man 1. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Double Dragon 2 is on there, not the first one, because 2 is way better. Yeah. But I would have loved to see like River City Ransom or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think I would have loved to see Dragon Warrior over Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy oh, no way, man. The original really? Final Fantasy is great. The original Final Fantasy is way good. I Dragon Warrior is slow. Uh, and like Kirby's Adventures on here. Yeah. That was yeah. really good. That's a late, late right on NES game. 
Uh, Metroid is on here. Yeah, yeah and there, it's, it has multiple suspend points. Yeah, yeah which so is sort of like what, the, what that uh, ROMs have on uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the virtual console, yeah. which is yeah. cool because some of those games are just so obtuse and hard to get through without that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, I did it in the 80s. I mean, I grew up with the NES, but it's really hard for me to play those games now without save states. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Contra? Like, how do you get through Contra without save states? You don't. <laughs> Use the 30 man code. Sorry, the 30 man code, and you steal <laughs> your buddy's lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the NES Classic is going to be out November 11th. Yeah. Uh, I've been, like, just like a no brainer. I've been refreshing the Amazon page for. 24 hours now, and it's still not available for pre-order. Mm, interesting. I'm very pissed off about that. Uh, but there was a, the best comments on this article that I saw was everyone under 30 goes, "That's a ripoff." Everyone over 30 goes, "Day one buy." Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, moving on. This is from who's this from? This is from Little Tony Style. Just kidding. Andy Markison, the expat from Germany, who Whoa. listens every week. Wow, that was a shameful twist. <clears throat> Uh, he says, hey, Damon, Justin, and mystery guests. Hi. Hey, it us. Love the show. Over the past few years, sales of handheld gaming devices are in decline. Mm -hmm. The Vita is now a legacy console, and 3DS sales estimates have also had to be readjusted significantly. If the trend continues, it is conceivable that there will be no dedicated handheld consoles being supported in the next few years. So my question to you, with the boom in mobile gaming and the increasing power of smartphones, would it make sense for smartphone developers to partner with Sony, Nintendo, maybe Microsoft, to develop a controller peripheral to turn your smartphone into a Vita or 3DS-like experience? Then software could be developed for mobile that takes advantage of this increasing power and allows for a console-type experience on your smartphone. Yeah. So I mean, imagine Nintendo moving from making 3DS to just making an awesome controller for an iPhone. Yeah, but then where does that put Sony, right? Or Microsoft or sure. anybody else? Um, we've seen third-party controller peripherals for I, for iOS devices. There's been some pretty decent devices. Yeah. There've been some good ones. Um, they're mostly kind of weird because they're they're like they stretch out and they clamp around the outside. Yeah. Um, but then half a second later, your phone needs to be used as a phone, mm -hmm. and you look like an idiot holding a boomerang up to your head. Yeah. So also, there are a hundred different types of mobile phones in the wild right now. You know, it's not just. Mm -hmm. One or the other. There's just people have so many different types of phones. So to find one shell that fits everything, um, yeah, it's tricky. It's just, I, I totally get it. I think it's a great idea. I personally would love to play uh, Vita games, Game Boy games, Nintendo DS games on my phone mm -hmm. um, with a dedicated gaming setup that actually has buttons and stuff like that. But there, there's just there's no one uniform place to make all that work and make mm. all that fit. So yeah, and especially uh, I mean I I don't think we're gonna get another Vita. I think you know it is a legacy system, and I think Sony's gonna focus solely on uh, VR and on uh, PS4. Mm. Uh, that said, you know I think the 3DS is gonna get a sales spike this fall with Pokemon Sun and Moon, yeah. and then I think whatever the NX is, all signs are pointing towards it's some sort of a weird hybrid thing. Yeah. So despite the rampant success of Pokemon Go and what we assume will be the success of uh, Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing. I don't think. I still think Nintendo is going to do somewhat classically traditional handheld gaming for well, uh, the near future. It does seem to be up to Nintendo to keep traditional handheld gaming going. Yeah, right? I mean they're, they're holding the, only the torch ones, right now. Right? Seems like for the first time since the Game Boy arrived that there's only one handheld like out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's usually theirs. Yeah. Remember the Nomad? That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the Nomad. I had the Game Gear. I had the man, just like all. The, what was the 
There's the Lynx. Yeah, the, the Atari Lynx. Lynx. That yeah. was so a weird Wonder, turbo, Wonder Swan. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Turbo, turbo Express. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Jared crashes through the wall. Yeah. Neo Geo Pocket Color is a dope, actually, little yeah. handheld. But yeah. I really yeah. like the... the Talking about the clicky stick. Yeah. <laughs> the Tiger Gamecom, which had uh, Duke Nukem and Resident Evil Did on. you talk about that last week? Yeah, yeah. Jared was going well, on about the clicky stick. I mean, it's great, though. What was the engage? Engage, yeah, the yeah. taco. I have an engage on my desk. So but now there's just the Nintendo 3DS. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brian's right about handheld uh, controllers. Um, they're like was such a good idea on paper, but the part that's missing is that these phones are already designed to feel right in your hand. Yeah. And to clasp something onto the end of it, like the buttons don't get to sit over it. They yeah. have to sit outside of it just because that's the way it has to work. Otherwise, you're obstructing the screen and like. It sounds like it's a tiny trivial detail, but it's not. It messes up the feel of it. It makes it not look right, and it makes it not feel right. It also probably can't fit in your pocket. Yeah. Unless you're wearing the Jinko. Well, you also have moments where like the game is designed with touchscreen elements, yeah. but also uses control inputs. So yeah. it's like you're playing an Assassin's Creed game, and it's telling you like you can do this, this, and this with the buttons because it's programmed to do that. But also all the menus are on yeah. the screen, so you're yeah. doing this like weird reach your thumbs across this like five inch parameter it's, it's it doesn't work odd. it's not viable it's not feasible um i think everyone not just you know people that listen to game scooper that are on this panel but everyone on earth is mainly using their phones and tablets for games like they just are but that still doesn't mean that a, you know some sort of c controller solution makes sense like there's there's too many barriers to making yeah. that work like i I play so many games on my phone and tablet, but I'm playing like Banner Saga, you know, like mm -hmm. something that just well, works natively for touch. Weird, weird, like diagonal side question here, but how are like young children playing Pokemon Go? What do you mean? Like kids who don't have cell phones and I mean, wireless. They're not. Well, young children aren't. Yeah. Young, young. I mean, they also can't go out in public on their own. <laughs> it's true. I mean, but they can play around the house or down the street or at the park or something like that at school. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if there's like, if. It's it's so cheap and it's such a piggybacking move. But if Nintendo was just like our new system has Pokemon Go, and they put out a 3DS mm. that yeah. had that could play games like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I can no one it. knows really. <laughs> no one knows. Say. There was a, Miyamoto. Do you remember yeah. the DS game Treasure World? No. no. There was a DS game called Treasure World that uh, that was sort of like Pokemon Go. The DS didn't have didn't have uh, like a cell phone signal built in or GPS built in. But it did have Wi-Fi. And in Treasure World, if you took your DS with you out in public, it would ping off Wi-Fi signals. And then when you got home and opened your DS up, you would have collected all these treasures from out in the world. And then uh, the game itself was just like trying to complete sets of things. Like, I got all 20 whatever. Hmm. And uh, I, didn't remember this. I, think, yeah. I think I want to do a feature on like 10 games that were doing Pokemon Go before Pokemon That's Go. That's an awesome like, idea. Like pulling elements of it. It's pretty good. Switching gears, this next email comes from Varen, who's definitely a JRPG character. Uh, he wants to know, what makes a great developer? Ooh. Let, let him explain. Over the last few years, we have seen a series of superstar studio heads leave or be forced out of their studios, like Cliff Blazinski, Hideo Kojima, Keiji Inofune, just to name a few. I'm left wondering if these superstar studio heads or their former teams will succeed without each other. Take, for example, Inafune outside of Capcom. He went on to lead the development of Mighty Number no. 9, and it was a big disappointment. Yeah, let's make him record, though. Begs the question, what makes a great studio? Is it having an industry leader at the top, or is it just assembling a group of talented programmers, engineers, and designers? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely an element of secret sauce with any studio, right? Um, uh, you know, or it's like, it's like being a fan of a sports team if you're a fan of you know, the New York Yankees, over the course of your fandom, the entire team will turn over until there's nobody left 
but you're still a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens, you know, bit by bit. So if one team member leaves and another one leaves and another one leaves, eventually the whole team is different, but you can still be a fan of Naughty Dog or you can still be a fan of whomever. That's what we saw with, like, Retro, if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Just, like, a little bit, or Rare, you know. But there is this interesting, uh, Varen is right, that, uh, you know, Kojima leaving Konami seems to really leave Konami in the lurch, but Inafune leaving Capcom has not been so great for him. So it's yeah. like, how often is it the person or the... Or how often is it the company or the team? Yeah, it's interesting, too, how... I'm trying to think of examples of huge developers where they don't really have a figurehead at the top. Like, I'm almost thinking of, like, CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, have, they have spokesmen. I mean, all studios have well, spokesmen, but, uh, sure. you know, The Witcher 3 was has been one of the biggest games of this generation. It doesn't really have that Ken Levine or Kojima or anything. Rockstar doesn't have... Yeah, I mean, either. they're the Housers, Rock, but, but they're, they're not the really... So the, yeah. they're, they're not the yeah. grunts on the ground. No, Rockstar's yeah. totally you, a good example. You get the same thing with, like, the Assassin's Creed franchise. Yeah. It's one of the biggest franchises yeah. in the world, and it's like, who's who's responsible for this? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, Nintendo franchises outside of Zelda that has Anuma. Yeah. Right, you know, right. Like, Every no, now and then you'll, you'll hear about, like, whoever's lead creative on the Mario game or something like yeah. that or something obtuse and interesting. But um, it's an interesting question because it's a, uh, I think from the perspective of us as gamers, like, you know, wh- how do you define a successful studio is, is by the metric of their games. But for somebody working for one of those studios, I'm always reminded of uh, the guys working on Rise, uh, oh, yeah. which was an Xbox launch title. Yeah. And they, uh, their social media guy tweeted out bragging about how many late Dinners they'd had. Yeah, we were just talking uh, about that. Yeah. Working, working on, working on that game, and he was kind of bragging about it. And people who work in games were like, "That's not something to brag about. That just means that you have an irresponsible project manager. You have somebody who basically didn't understand the breadth and the scope of this game is now forcing everyone to stay till eleven o'clock at night with the offer of Little Caesars Pizza. Oh, nice. Not exactly the greatest pizza, pizza. pizza. Yeah, mm, pizza, pizza. <laughs> uh, so. I think that if you work for a studio that is organized and focused and strategic in the way it maximizes your time and minimizes the amount of time you have to waste doing nonsense, um, and it gets you out there to see your family, and your games are great at the end of the day, then that's pretty much the perfect studio. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to kind of align all of those things together. Well, of this recent wave of famous developers leaving their studio, Inafune is really the first one whose project has been released, right? Right. Because Cliff Kaczynski's game isn't out. Uh, Bloodstained Kojima's, isn't out. Yeah, yeah, Bloodstained isn't out yet. Uh, Kojima's game is just starting to get ramped <laughs> yeah. up, yeah. right? So, Inafune is really the first one that well, missed. But yeah. I mean, it's been. Ha- There's also know. David Jaffe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jaffe. It depends on how far back you want to go, because like Sakaguchi left Square, you know, to go do his own thing. You know, after after you know building up Final Fantasy mm-hmm. to be a yep. huge success. So I don't know. I mean. It's it's not like it's a new thing for yeah. uh, you know some people are lifers at their company and some aren't. right but I think there has been a recent wave yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in a few specifically that. hadn't really worked on anything that knocked it out the park in a very long time either so it was sort of yeah. like well yeah you're and also a lot of the interviews that came out around the, the time of Mighty Number no. Nine uh, kind of pointed to the fact that he was less focused on like creatively spearheading a, a production studio and more being a businessman. Yeah. Uh, he even went out and said, like, hey, I didn't actually create the original Mega Man, or I was part of that creation of the original Mega yeah. Man, and blah, 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 yeah. blah. So what he actually brings to the table is kind of up for debate. So to see him walk out and that game not do so well um, wasn't entirely surprising. Yeah. I mean, also, a single, like games, especially AAA games, are so complicated that yeah. one person can't. Make oh, yeah. Them. Like, you put someone like, you know, Ken Levine, who's super talented, uh, and he was the face of Bioshock Infinite, but it was also the 120 people below him that oh, yeah. make that game what it was. Uh, and you see that with. Uh, 
a place like Irrational having their sort of closure or reformation it's now much smaller but so many of those people are now elsewhere in the industry making these really cool rad indie games uh, you can feel the influence of yeah, like totally. that fracturing yeah yeah it's like projects. pollen in the wind and then everything's gonna fall and eventually sprout a new tree that was poetic oh, mm-hmm. that was beautiful. beautiful wow damn yeah. son damn yeah. Daniel <laughs> Uh, it, yeah, I mean, I think about that with like big projects at IGN. Even like I run our top 100s, mm-hmm. and like I'll totally take like some credit for them. Like I work really hard and plan them, but like I don't write them, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And if I wasn't here, if someone else was running features, uh, top 100s would still be getting made. Yeah, and you didn't do the actual, you know, yeah. coding of the back end. So it's like it's yeah. really unclear. Like even in a project as small as that, that involves 10 people instead of 200 people, like it's unclear how much of that is me. Sure. You know, like how much of the like how much of the success of that can you chalk up to me versus just the apparatus, like the machinery of IGN moving yeah. forward and like or, making or games. the failure of it, right? Yeah, like sure. sometimes like it something goes up and you don't like it or we don't like yeah. it or the audience doesn't like it or something is fundamentally flawed or broken. Yeah. Something and goes sideways. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I mean there's that cooks in the kitchen thing, right? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. everybody comes in and takes an ingredient out and sometimes people keep adding more until it's just this weird sludge. Yeah. So And yeah. very few games are like something like Undertale where it's like one person. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's few and far between or at least one person games that we talk yeah. about it. Or like Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge, yes, Valley. exactly. Yeah, Stardew Valley. Minecraft. Minecraft, yeah, yeah wow. originally. But even Minecraft, yeah, but yeah. That was a team fairly early on, but yeah, I mean, point taken. Mm. Yeah. All right, now is the time on GameScoop when we play a video game 20 questions. 20 questions. Just This is where you email me your game suggestion, and then my friends here have 20 yes or no questions to guess what it is. Yeah. Let the questioning begin. It's Luigi's Mansion. No, no, no. no. Doesn't count. No. (laughs) Don't answer that. Uh, Shit, it is. (laughs) Well, that's been games. Uh, Do you play as a human? Uh, It's already falling apart. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Luigi's a man. (laughs) It is, I think it's unclear. It's unclear if you play as a human. Uh, Was this game released uh, before January 1st, 2000? Yes. Um, <laughs> it's an oldie starring a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Is it old weirdo for the Nintendo 64? No. no. Um, can can you see the character you play as in this game? No. Oh. This come out before January 1st, 1990. No. Okay. So, so it's a 90s game. You cannot see yourself. Is this a first person? So it's probably either a god game or a, or a puzzle game or. Oh. Yeah, yeah think about Actraiser. That. No, you see, <laughs> you that, see dude. that man. You see that man when you were going sideways with a sword. Oh, yeah. Also, you see that finger. No, that not, floating finger. No, it's not a finger. It's touching an angel. The, that Stop angel. It. Stop it. There's no finger in that game. <laughs> no, there's no finger. No, it's like a Mickey Mouse glove. You uh, touch the town. A finger. Was that? A, uh, totally is this game associated with the uh, uh, N64 PS1 generation? No. That's some weird ass. SimCity. It could be SimCity. But you, I thought you were the mayor in that game. Are you the mayor? And you see a picture of that you man. You don't have to be a human. You don't have to be a human mayor. <laughs> Yo, you're the mayor. But you see a picture of that man. He's got the green hair and all that. No, you're the mayor. Sun, and glasses. No, that was no. a professor. That's not yeah. a mayor. It's not a professor. Did a professor make that town in the Sim City? <laughs> <laughs> professor Mayor. It's all falling apart. Is this a PC game? No. Oh, what the? <laughs> Sim City on the SNES. <laughs> Could be a handheld game. 
where you don't see anything. Mario vs. Like Donkey Quix. Kong. Quix is one of those games you don't see that, dude. Quix? I yeah. say kicks. Whatever. <laughs> you might be right. I don't know. I think it's kicks. I've always said kicks. I don't. We, we don't even know what genre this game is. We just know that you're a weird half man and you can't see yourself. All right. So let's get let's get in the genre then. Is this a puzzle game? Yes. All right. Okay. There we go. Is quicks. <laughs> don't even know what you're talking about. Quicks are for kids. <laughs> what game are you talking about? Quicks is this game where you, you know have to, like, kicks. You know you have to draw a line to stop the, the boxes. The game where you make the boxes. You make boxes. Fill in the boxes. Yeah, fill in the boxes. <laughs> Philip T. Boxes is what these. <laughs> is this a, okay? So it's a puzzle game. Uh, do are you? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Shoot. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to do. Uh, well, is it a matching based puzzle game? Matching. Like you got to match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally a good question. Uh, like like a, like a match three. I realized that, but I was like, I don't really have a question. <laughs> do you match? Do you match things and then they disappear? Yes. Okay, so there we go. That's oh not quick. It's not quick. But wait, you're, but you're kind of a man. No, but wait, he says it, he didn't Columns, you don't know who, who that dude Dr. is. What if it's Dr. Mario? Christopher Columns. <laughs> Mario is 100% a man. Yes, you he is. Dr. Mario's a man. You never seen his jungus? Um, what about Dr. Robotics <laughs> Mean Bean Machine? It's not 2017 yet. You can't be making up words for... Now, hold on. Hold on. Okay. For, I just want... Well, yeah. we'll, we'll address this at the end. He didn't, oh, no. he didn't okay. say you're kind of a man. He said it's unclear what you are. It's unclear what you are. You so, don't like, know. it could be Bejeweled or Zuma. But you match things to make things go away. And it's... this. Is, what What era are we in here? This is not a... 90s. It's the 90s, but it was not of not the N64. And not on PC. Okay, so that means it, it's not on PC. Is this so a Super Nintendo game? No. Nope. Tetris Attack! Oh, wait. <laughs> you just said it was. Don't you play the Russian army in that game? No. Trying to stop all those blocks? You just said it wasn't. What? You just said it wasn't Super Nintendo. So is it Columns? Is it a uh, Genesis game? Yes. Oh. That's 10. Okay. What do you match in Columns? Is it Fruits or Jewels? Fruits or Jewels would be a good name for a gems. game. Gems. I think they're gems. Is it gems? I think you match Columns. Oh, wait, it's either... It's either uh, that or Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? No, because that's that stars Dr. Robotnik. You play as the Eggman. It's very clearly that dude's machine. It's his, his name is on the thing. Uh, is the name of the game also the name of a support system for a building? What? <laughs> He's saying, is, are there is columns it, in this game? Is it something that someone might write for a newspaper? Uh, no. Oh, it's not oh no! Oh. I was being cute, and it turned out we were wrong. We're in but, so now, much, but now, hold on here. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Something needs to be clarified. Wait, mm -hmm. A? Hold on. Wait, have we clarified that it's a Sega game? No. But you said it's not PC, not, not... Wait, I thought I asked if it was a Genesis game. You said yeah. Did no, you said up? SNES, and he said yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, wait, we, we don't Could know be Game Boy. SNES? Could be Game Boy. Okay, wait, he's going to clarify something. Yoshi's, Yoshi's cookie I is, say is Yo, it's Yoshi's. That's That belongs to him. That's <laughs> that's him. That's his cookie. <laughs> Guys, let's not... Let him talk. He's going to clarify something. Okay, you, you, when, back when you said it can't be Dr. Mario because Mario is a human. See, in that game, I don't think you're playing as Mario. Yeah, you are. No, you're playing as like Mario. You're playing as Dr. Mario. You're getting all the viruses out of that man's body. You are so absolutely Dr. Mario. Yeah. I've never taken it that way. No, he's in the corner being like, yeah. you got we gotta throw stuff at the Yeah, the so he's like and telling you what to do. Like, but I'm here. <laughs> I always that's how I interpret it. I'm playing the game, but Mario's Wait, like all right, the doctor. All right, all right. All you're right. like playing nurse? You're like nurse. Yeah, I'm like you're like someone else. So I just wanna like 
Keep that in clear. But hold, no, you totally play as I don't Mario think it is. Dr. Mario. Yes. You are Mario? No. I, you're a doctor. You're getting rid of viruses. He's being there like he's overlooking the whole surgery. He's, I mean, he's being like, look, I see that. That's a disease right there. we got to throw that yellow pill. Yeah, yeah but you know, I there acknowledge is, that you may be correct. Yeah, but why does he okay. have to be a doctor in the game if you're not playing as him? Why isn't it just Mario? I acknowledge you may be correct. I just want you guys to know that's not how I interpret okay. it. <laughs> so if the game had been Dr. Mario, I probably would have said Yo, it's unclear what you play as. You blowing up Mario and are you blowing up, are you blowing up viruses in this game? Well, now, hold, hold on. on. Can we, do you really want to burn a question when you know it's not a can, can I ask? Can I ask a question? Dr. Yes. Mario was an NES game. Do you, do you see a, a character at all that isn't one of the shapes that you have to get rid of? Ooh. You, yes. Bubble Bobble. Puzzle Bobble. Puzzle Bobble. Bubble Bobble's not a puzzle. No, the Puzzle Fighter. I know, Bust a Move? Puzzle Fighter, Bust a Move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, uh, uh. Is this game a bust? No, no. Does it, so that means, so Dr. Mario's got a doctor in the corner. Yoshi's cookie got the, he's does got it the have, dinosaur does, doing does his Does thing. it have circles? Are you dealing with circles in this game? <laughs> like round round shapes? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's bust a move. I, mean, I think it's bust a move, right? Do, do you, are, there, are there cute little dinosaurs? No. Oh! oh. <laughs> We've heard three questions to get a no. Oh no! <laughs> we know it's circles. Okay, all right. So, what other puzzle games? Or spheres? With a with, with a character in the corner has the circles in it. None of them. I was so sure it was. We bust don't even move. know what console this is on. I was with you. I was betting all, putting everything on on the bus move or columns or <laughs> Dr. Marlowe back there. Dr. Marlowe. <laughs> circles. We knew it was a puzzle game after like four questions. How did this happen? <laughs> there aren't that many puzzle games. How is it not Buster Is there a Pokemon puzzle game? I Pokemon mean, puzzle? puzzle? Yeah. Pokemon Puzzle, puzzle League was uh, Yeah, but stack. you deal with circles in this game. Uh, I don't Sonic, know. Sonic is a, a circle when he well, gets in a ball. I'm out of games. Technically, every sprite is a circle. Don't do this to me. Yeah, I'm kind of out of games, too. What the f- I was so sure it was Buster Move. It's not. You match three? It all fell apart. That's what happened today. It, everything <laughs> fell apart. Marty, you got anything? <laughs> I was trying to explain to you guys that we have a different philosophical difference in how we look at certain games, and that was supposed to be a hint to get you guys back on the right track. Yeah, but okay. Bust a Move, that did get me on the track of Bust a Move, because you see the little dinosaur man. Hey, you see that man in the corner? <laughs> Is that the same dinosaur as Bubble Bobble? Yes. Yeah. Bob's Bobble. Bub and Bob, I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. Bib and Bob. Is this, wait. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think, yes. it's, Do I think it's Dr. Mario. I think he's lying. No, but I, I, I tried to ask <laughs> It's not you, circles in Dr. Mario. I tried to oh, ask wait a minute. you bust viruses in that game, and he's like, do you want to waste a question on that? Do you bust viruses in that game? <laughs> in what game? In the game we're talking about. You bust viruses? Yeah. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's 15. What did I just say? There's also not circles. <laughs> yeah, you, no, the little, the, the little. There's circles, though. The There's circles in the that game. There's a circle. They're not. What are you talking about? The yeah, viruses? no. When when a virus when a pill breaks in half, one of it becomes a circle. Is this game portable? Down. No. Oh, well, oh. I mean, not at the time. Okay. Ooh. So this is going to be a controversial. So uh -oh. you guys are going to try and give me shit trying to say that I misled you, but I did not mislead you. Mm -hmm. Is it Zuma? No, Zuma. this is way too early for Zuma. You guys 90s? got way off yeah, track. Right. Really? You guys got way. Were off we track. on track at anything? Yes. <laughs> it's a puzzle game. It's a '90s puzzle game. That's but not like I said. There are philosophical differences about how we view these games. So it might not really be a puzzle game. Wait, no. We also don't no, no, know no. that I it's. We don't it know that it's like Doctor Mark. I think it looks like Doctor Mark. I don't think it's a puzzle game. I think that Damon's calling something else a puzzle game, and he's like, "Oh, it's puzzle. <laughs> it game. is a puzzle it's game. A golden axe. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a Sonic spinball. I think it's a stage of Mario three or Sonic three, where you collect that, all those that, orbs. No, you can't just have a no, special stage on video games. That's Sonic two. 
Sonic that's no, 3 that's is nonsense. A, wait, do we know if it's a Genesis game? It's no. Stop it's, asking that. I feel like we asked that four times. That's we don't. that five up right there because you asked that five <laughs> we times. We don't know if it's a Genesis game. Is it a Genesis game? Yes. Is that the question? Yes. So we have two two left. Three two left. But it's not columns. And because you guys are gonna, this is gonna be controversial. If you guys lose, you guys are really close at one point. Wait, is it Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. It's gotta be Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Is it part of the Sonic Cinematic Universe? Yes. Woo! It's Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yes. Yes. See, I don't think you're playing as Doctor Robotnik. You're playing just as like Mean in Doctor Mario. I never thought you were playing as Doctor. Do you Mario. see that man in the corner of that game? Dr. Yeah. Robotnik? Just, so anyone on screen, you're playing as them? <laughs> I'm the Goomba now! <laughs> I thought his, you're trying to like rescue or like stop him from, stop his machine. I like the idea that someone, that doesn't, the Goomba someone doesn't have the ability to differentiate characters. Like, you're like, I am all of you! Why, why are both of me fighting each other? Wait, hold fighter. on, no, hold on. What do you, well, what's the premise of Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? I, mean, I thought you were like trying to stop. I don't know, I was having trouble. He's the bad guy. So why are you not playing the bad guy? It's his machine. Dr. Robotnik, meet me and Bean Machine, this dude. <laughs> we need to know if you're... How do you... Yeah. Maybe that is the premise. Did you look up like a... You just like see a, his face in the center of it. It doesn't yeah. really tell you anything other than that. Is it like Mega Man? The game like, replaces what? Puyo Puyo's characters exactly. and characters in the Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> franchise, being primarily based on blah, blah, blah. Plot. Dr. Robotnik has hatched a plan to ensure that no fun or music remains on Mobius. Wow. What a weird dude. To do, to do this, he kidnaps the jolly citizens of Beanville sure. and stuffs them into a giant robotizing machine called the Mean Beans Steaming Machine to turn them into devious little robot slaves. Across Beanville, beans disappear and are sent to the Mean Bean Machine. The player sets off. The player sets off on a daring adventure to defeat Dr. Robotnik's minions. See? It is not Dr. Robotnik. Damon is correct. He is correct. We That's why up. I said it's unclear. <laughs> it's unclear who you're playing as. But we got there. You guys got well. You're yeah. playing as a player. I had, I had to like. I had to yes, open the door for you and show you into the answer. Yeah, but we we would have got there and we found out it was a Genesis puzzle game that's not columns <laughs> because there's only two. <laughs> because we don't remember what Poyo Poyo is. <laughs> Poyo Poyo is really fun. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine was released in 1993, mm -hmm. developed by Compile. Compile. The guys that make Puyo Puyo, but published by Sega. <laughs> Sonic is not in the game. Sonic makes no appearance in the game. Wow. Really? The game does not mention Sonic. He got a phone call. He's like, yeah. hey, they're terrorizing the people over in Beantown. He's like, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't have it in me anymore. I've seen enough fighting. I have an idea for a game. It's going to be a Sonic the Hedgehog game, but it doesn't have Sonic in it. Uh, it's brilliant. What's he doing? He thinks he's a pinball. All right, don't call him anymore. <laughs> he's a state ahead of injury. He's hanging out with his fucked up cat now. <laughs> oh, I never, I never said, <laughs> I never acknowledged who suggested uh, this week's game. It was Colt. Thanks, Colt. Colt suggested Dr. Robotnik's that was mean a good one. bean machine. I can't believe they, why would they just put a picture of Dr. Robotnik in the center of that? Hey, you know who fucked all this up? This dude. There's his face. All right, have fun. Why would you do that? Why would you just have a picture of the man in the corner of the game who created all the problems in that game? That's ridiculous. And not it's like if there was a photo of the terrorist oh, in the middle of Call of now, Duty the entire time. You're like, oh, that's, that's the one. Now do me a favor. Look up the plot of Dr. Mario. Okay. And tell me if you're playing as Dr. Mario. You're absolutely playing as Mario. Uh, what are you going to give me? I don't think Dr. Mario is so, plot. You know, you you know, know Wikipedia is written by actual children, right? <laughs> I was right about Dr. Robotnik. You that's don't true. think I'm right about Dr. Mario. That's true. That's fair. 
Oh my Do you God. think they went to the same medical school? It's like the, this is the hardest I've laughed in a very long time. I may, I may need to immediately walk this back. There's no, there cannot be a plot tab. There's no plot There's section on the Dr. Mario Manic. wiki. Do you play as Dr. Mario? This is ridiculous. We're about to wrap up the show. But yeah. First, I need, for my own peace of mind, I need to know if your play is Dr. Mario in Dr. Mario. The game focuses on the player character Mario, who assumes the role of a doctor and is tasked with eradicating deadly viruses. Okay. Boom. Okay, I, I acknowledge that. That's not how I interpreted it all these years. <laughs> I was wrong. Uh, I, you know, if we learn anything today, it's that Dr. Robotnik hates music. <laughs> 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 yes. And small animals, just a shit dude, yeah. <laughs> like top to bottom. Just <laughs> it's a real trash pile. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be practicing medicine. No, absolutely no, not. No, at all. Yeah, I don't want his greasy sausage fingers in my body if I have an infection. <laughs> what if you like went to the doctor and Dr. Robotnik walks in yeah. with his like, big goggles and this like, huge like, white mustache? Or even like, Dr. Oh. Mario. Oh, hey, everyone. My hands were just in the toilets. I'm going to put them inside your appendix now. <laughs> I just came back from a hot game of tennis. Now I'm going to put my arm inside your body. <laughs> Get rid of that AIDS. <laughs> And on that note, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop.igen.com. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Brian. My name is Damon. Zygen Gamescoop. And we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.